0: Pat Narduzzi has been the head coach of the Pitt Panthers since 2015. During the many ups and downs of his career in Pittsburgh, he slowly has been gathering as much talent as he can in an attempt of building a top-flight football program. Now with injuries piling up, that depth will be put to the test with one more game to go before the start of ACC play. We discuss that and more on this week's Hail to Pitt podcast. about
1: finishing it in these final 30 minutes. Well, you know, it happened in it happened in West Virginia where we knocked off number two. It happened in South Carolina and it's happened in
0: Pittsburgh today. Our guys had a lot of guts tonight.
1: We're just gonna keep getting better. I mean it's just that's what it is. One health game that you will
0: never ever
1: forget. We shocked the world Hail to Pit. Hail to Pit. This is the week of September 24th, 2022 and this is the hail to pit podcast i'm alan
0: and i'm vince
1: slovis had a helmet and was cleared by everyone but narduzzi last week pit got their revenge over wmu anyway strike hard but slowly with respect for your opponent vince that's the nards dojo way and it worked now it's back home against new hampshire new hampshire this week all right
0: (laughs) it's rhode island Rhode Island, Rhode Island Rams this week Rhode coming to town Rhode uh, Rams. for a big noon kickoff. The
1: fighting uh, Lamar Odoms. On the ACC network. Yes, and it is in front of a national audience, so big stage for Pitt to really, uh, let, let's, let's not get it twisted. Pitt's going to probably rest players in this game this week. They did not last week except for Slovis. Everybody was hurt at one point. Vince, you texted me.
0: Yeah, that's what it seemed like, Uh, guys going down left and right. Uh, But the the Panthers got the job done, and we're going to break it all down here on this week's episode. We'll run down all those injuries, keep everybody abreast of – of uh, where we think the team is at health-wise because Lord knows Pat Narduzzi is not going to do that for us. He won't, but
1: we'll try. We're going to keep you abreast on the injuries. We're going to have breasts on the score from last week. We're going to guess the uh, score for this week. We're going to talk big, you know, outline big big thoughts on college football Pitts number 24. Lots to get into, so let's start it all off by Carney barking at you. H2P Show, at H2P Show on Twitter. That's where you can follow us. I think the DMs are open. If they're not, we'll open them up for you this week because it's New Hampshire week or Rhode Island or whatever. Pitt versus Quahog at H2P show. Hail the number two pit podcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us, hail two pit podcast at gmail.com. We appreciate all the interactions on social media, email, and of course, especially that feedback we get from all you craziest pit fans on Panther Lair. We love you almost as much as we actually love Pitt, So thank you and keep on listening. Tell your friends. We are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcast. You can go to prettyeasypodcast.com to get your own podcast producer, editor, friend, helper, whatever you want to call them. They'll be there for you and help your podcast get off the ground, sound better. If you already have a podcast, they'll help you take it to the next level production-wise. All you need to do is go to prettyeasypodcast.com and reach out to them in the contact section. Go to PrettyEasyPodcast.com if you're thinking or you know someone thinking about podcasting because they do a hell of a job for us,
0: and I could vouch for them, Vince. And hopefully, just like Pitt against Rhode Island, they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. I don't know about
1: that. I'm not willing to say easy or hard yet on the game this week against New Hampshire or Rhode Island or whatever we're going to call them. Before we talk about this week's opponent, let's look at back at last week's opponent, The Western Michigan Broncos, the team that ruined Pitt's season last year. Damn it. It, it, Was revenge a dish best served cold? Was it even cold in Kalamazoo? I don't know. It didn't look like it. (laughs) Nate Yarnell was cold. Ice water in his veins. No turnovers. Made the plays when he needed them. I only saw one really bad throw I hated. Other than that, bang up job by the scout team quarterback.
0: Yeah, Alan, uh, I I was... I was impressed. You know, he wasn't asked to do a ton. Uh, They they kept the game plan, you know, fairly simple. Although uh, coach did say that he had 100% control over what to do at the line of scrimmage, Alan. So uh, he was free to audible or, you know, whatever whatever was required.
1: What, is, what does that mean? He had 100% control, but does he even know the audibles? Does he even know
0: what to call? Uh, that's, a very, that's a very good point. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's mostly been practicing uh, the other team's plays on the scout team the past two years, uh, Alan. Uh, and Coach Narduzzi, you know, he mentioned in an interview on the Jim Rome show of all places last year, and we talked about this, that uh, he felt he had a good one. Uh, waiting in the wings there and that could be uh this Nate Yarnell uh Alan he hasn't played since 2019 uh and, and you know missed his whole senior season apparently uh as a as a starting quarterback and from Austin uh because he, he was in a fight with a linebacker and broke no. his hand uh that, that's what coach said a uh, teammate I, I don't know uh he, he did not elaborate but uh um so you know this guy has not had a ton of game action in a very long time uh but I I don't think the moment or the lights were too bright for him uh they put him in uh, I guess we're gonna talk about this but it seemed like he was put in good position to to make throws that he could although you know I you know based on the throws that he made uh he's got a a pretty strong arm I would say and he, he seemed to be pretty accurate uh and you know decent pocket awareness i suppose he wasn't under a tremendous amount of pressure uh so i thought he did pretty good nine for 12 179 yards touchdown took care of the ball what do you think
1: i th- i was very impressed at the play calling and the stick of signetti and the offense running what 50 something times to t- yeah. those 12 passes it was uh it was it was fun to watch because it didn't co- it didn't bite them they weren't forced into throwing too much right. they were able to stick to their game plan and that's all you can hope for when you have a guy you that's really an unknown in at quarterback in a game against you know an opponent that you definitely should be beating but it's college football and it's D1 action FBS so if he's not capable you're going to be maybe thrown out of your game plan a little bit if he was but he wasn't like Travis's own i i thought last year on rome when when Narduzzi said that, that was purely a recruiting tactic to get more Texas quarterback years perking up. Oh, maybe that's a place I can go. And then we'd never hear Yarnell's name ever again. But hey, he got some action and he showed up. He did not look like an elite quarterback in the nation, but he looked like he had pretty strong, a strong ass arm to just sit back, rear, and, and accurate, dead that's accurate. A tall Texan. Yeah. Yeah. To, to Wayne. And you know, if he's getting the pressure that Tennessee was throwing at Pitt, I don't know how well he would have fared. Yeah. But I'm glad he wasn't facing Tennessee. And he got to face Western Michigan and get that W back after last year's nightmare. So uh, for a while, though, it was a little close, that game. And you, you, just because I maybe it was the damage done to the psyche last year. Um, but especially seeing Slovis, uh dressed, kind of, I was upset. We said on this very show last week, if he's dressed and cleared, play him. It's Western Michigan. They yeah. beat you last year. We both were, pro- I, I know I was like kind of upset at the beginning of the game seeing that. Uh, yeah. But then I, they must have known how bad Western Michigan's offense was because their offense was very bad. Thank God Pitt did not take in that quarterback of theirs <laughs> they allegedly
0: uh, recruited. Yeah. I don't know what to think about this uh, because in the press conference this week, Alan, yesterday, yesterday and we're recording this on tuesday this this live on on tape show uh coach said that keaton is now out of the woods whatever that means so, so he was not out of the woods i guess uh in kalamazoo uh that, that is a forested area uh, up there in kalamazoo michigan um so it why was he dressed i, I mean I certainly understand he made the trip but why why was he dressed and i just don't quite uh, understand this i mean they're playing a very dangerous game here you know every game is extremely important i understand it's not a conference game but but it's an extremely important situation here you're yeah uh, you got a team that uh, in western michigan that that just lit you up you last year and yeah they don't have all those players they don't have their quarterback they don't have sky Moore anymore but they did do some damage on you and uh you you you, you're trotting out this quarterback who's played for the first time in several years, and you're playing this very conservative uh, uh, game plan. And this was only a seven point game in the second half, Alan. I mean, they were really, you know, walking the tightrope here. <laughs> so I don't know if this was the best thing. Uh, and I guess, I guess what I take from it is Slovis was still not 100% uh, going into this game. Now why he was dressed, I don't know. Maybe that was a smokescreen. Uh, I'm I'm not quite sure. Uh you would think Slovis uh coming the pit, yeah, you know, that you know this guy's got all the talent in the world. He he's been talked about previously as a top draft pick. You'd think you'd give him that opportunity. It certainly gives your team the best chance to win. Uh so I don't quite get all this. uh, uh Based on his co- uh, coach's comments this week, I think we will see Keaton start the game against Rhode Island. But this was just very strange. Uh, nobody was nobody was saying nothing. I, I was scouring the everywhere for information prior to this game. It was you know this game was supposed to start at seven thirty, got moved to seven forty or so. Uh, it was seven forty five, and I still didn't know who the starting quarterback was going to be.
1: And you got to believe that Slovis came to Pitt because. He wanted at least, you know, 10 or a dozen so more stadiums to walk into and put the tape out there to try to get to the NFL and be one of those top picks, like people were saying he would be at SC, but then he had injury issues and getting beat out and all. Uh, But now he missed one of those stadiums, missed one of those opportunities. I don't, I wonder how. How hurt he is about it, how actually hurt physically he was to be cleared, but not cleared by the head coach himself in the end for Pitt's run. I'm I'm happy it worked out this way. It's it's actually perfect the way it worked out. But 133 yards for a band of on 31 carries. It's not yeah. like this was an easy a route. It was really a physical game that Pitt had to earn, and you know, they ended up. Making it look like a, a route, but it felt closer at least for a while. And the fact that Slovis was standing there dressed, my whole thought was, well, he must be coming in the game if Pitt ever goes down by too much. That's got to <laughs> be it, because they're only throw, they're barely throwing here. They're picking their spots. They had, they had a couple great play calls by Signetti. It was awesome to watch. And my favorite part of the game plan was that there was a lot of zone running, which yeah. we haven't seen the the collective movement of the O line. Every which way, making it a uh, giving Izzy the ability to see where he wants to go and just go instead of waiting for something and trying to uh, do too much in the backfield. He was able to just go. He still was getting three yards in a cloud of dust, though. But he, man, that guy really earned. I think a, a captaincy on this team, if you ask me, he's he's one of the leaders, putting the team on his back the way he did. Uh, that game ball goes to a band of Kanda. I was very interested in. Who would get a game ball from Narduzzi? Obviously, Yarnell went out there and managed it well, but that whole game was a banacanda all the way. What a damn gutsy effort yeah, by the well, pit
0: running back. But certainly Eric Hallett had some had some huge plays on defense. Yeah. We we will talk about that. But uh I, I agree with you, you know, especially down, down two offensive linemen, uh in Owen Drexel uh going out. Um so uh, you know, you had some some new personnel groupings in there, uh, but it se- they seem to go, you know, work out pretty good. Vincent Davis had a nice game. A- Allen Sebo Feinmeister had a nice game. Uh, the transfer from Notre Dame, they were getting a lot of yards in that yeah. fourth quarter. Alan just really, really leaning on Western Michigan. I don't think Western Michigan gained a yard in that fourth quarter you know, due to uh, just great defense and also Pitt just. Just holding the ball and and squeezing the life out of the game, uh, yeah, that this was the the running game uh, that you know we were hoping to see. Now, granted, you know a step down in competition, uh, but Western Michigan, you know, they knew that Pitt was going to run the ball in this game. They were doing a lot of run blitzing in this game. Uh, there were several you know tackles for loss d- due to it, but still, overall, you know, Pitt was able to get the job done.
1: Yeah, they they anticipated it and still were able to open up some holes and then have, you know, they also were running zone and they were running some misdirection to combat those blitzes. So it it worked out. And I was, I never take notes during the game, but I was compelled during this one for some reason, Vince. I don't know. So I sat there on my, on my little app, my Google app that I keep the notes on, used to do it for sports talk covering the SEC because the action's so fast. You're not going to remember it all, you know, back then. So I would do that. So for this game, I did it. If you want it, here's my quick shorthand of the game. Uh, rundown for you uh running zone and rocky boyman saying run straight doesn't know pit offensive line they got the, <laughs> that was very noticeable to me uh they love playing that mets closers narco song
0: yes at, i did hear that West a lot <laughs> you
1: know. uh the fumble on the punt uh and with the flag that was against the, the, the flag that was out initially then they picked it up right on the punt mm-hmm. wasn't that, that was the one of the weirdest plays and you're filled with weird plays already. I feel like flags are getting picked up
0: on pit all the time. You, yeah. You, I'm not quite sure what that's about.
1: <laughs> yeah. They got, they got one, one on that also later on. Um, what else do I got here? Uh, pick spots. will let with letting Yarnell throw on drive to start the second Roll out and deep to Wayne, the deep ball accuracy, accuracy. Uh, I spelled that correctly. I'm just not pronouncing it correctly. Uh, Saul sucks. Missed a twenty-seven-yard field yeah. goal to hell, <laughs> and, and of course, uh, hail to Hallett. That's what I. Uh, those were my notes. Oh, <laughs> that's some.
0: That's some good notes there. And let's talk oh, and about one more.
1: It. I found this one deep down there. Good game for the
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this defense, Allen. Uh, uh, a lot of injuries, uh, you know, particularly defensive line. We'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, uh, Eric Hallett made. Uh, two interceptions in this game, one in the end zone that was uh, you know, pr- pretty important to the outcome. Marquise Williams, pick six at the beginning of the game, uh, important for getting on top of them. And uh, so, you know, some good stuff towards the end of the game to really close it out. Solomon DeShields getting a sack. Uh, it was good to see him really getting some extensive action.
1: The defense was impressive. They uh, really... Just like a band of did put the offense on his back, the defense put the game on it on their backs, went out there, scored, got timely interceptions, and you couldn't ask for more. Um, the thing about it though was the casualties. Man, yeah. seeing Williams out there making that play, and then he's out for the entire mm-hmm. second half. I mean, I I can't even keep up with who else got hurt in that game. Um was did Deion Hayes get hurt in that game? No,
0: he uh, he did not even travel with the team. Yeah, he wasn't there, right? Yeah,
1: he wasn't there. I started saying I was loving all the rotations they were doing. I, I think I texted you during the game, but they had to, they had to yep. rotate guys because uh-uh. they were missing a lot of guys, even traveling to Kalamazoo.
0: Yep, yep. A lot of guys were, were out uh, for this game, you know, or got hurt in this game. Maybe we should run, run down through them now uh Keaton Slovis you know obviously we talked about him hoping to see him back this week Nick Patty, uh uh, didn't make the trip as we expected it seems like he's going to be out for a little while uh Rodney Hammond still absent um but uh Allen uh they need him against good teams Rodney Hammond uh uh, one of their best offensive players, maybe their maybe their best offensive skill position player. Uh, Could you imagine if he was in the game in the fourth against this team, what they would have done? <laughs> the
1: way they were ju- shoving it down their yeah. throats with the zone running at the end. Yeah,
0: he he would uh he would have been stomping all over them for sure. Uh, but I, I will say this, uh, you know, uh, as we talked about the other running backs, especially Izzy, did a very good job, and I think these next three games. Uh, Rhode Island, Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, lesser opponents. I, I think we're going to be seeing all three of those running backs get in there uh, w- without him. and uh, Wide receiver Jared Wayne. Uh, had a couple huge catches in, in this game, Allen, down the sideline. Uh, clearly separating himself as Pitt's best receiver. Uh, it, uh, got hurt in the second half. Did not return. Uh, hopefully... Uh, he will be back for, for ACC play. I would not expect to see him this week, but but we'll see. I mean, I expect to see a lot of guys sit this week,
1: and we'll talk about that when we get to the New Hampshire slash Rhode Island, whoever they are preview. But all these injuries, tough to watch, but I guess the silver lining, at least it's early in the year, and there are a lot of guys getting experience in that game. And, you know, in the, in that game against Western Michigan, defensively, Vince, yeah, the star... Eric Hallett stepping up after last year was kind of egg all over his face in that one. Uh, he was someone that they picked on and he, that was really cool to see him step up. But also in this game, uh, we saw Kalijah Cansey just dominate yep. players just like we said he would, because he was just a superior athlete, just better than uh, everybody he was going up against on that interior offensive line of Western Michigan. He raised hell. Sarasier Dennis raised hell with him though, I, I didn't make a mental note. I feel like he makes huge plays, but then the next play after that, if it's still going on, you know, if they're not off the field, he'll get hurt or gassed or <laughs> cramp up. He because he because he's one of those guys that gives. I think every fiber of his being on the field.
0: He does. Do you he, notice that? Yeah, he. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily noticed it, but he he's he does give it all. Against Western Michigan, he he got he had to take a breather.
1: He got banged up or whatever after a big sack. Same thing happened at the end of the game against WVU. Uh, And I I just remember seeing that a a few times last year. But damn it, he's the leader of the defense. He's amazing to watch. And I thought all all over, you saw guys contributing that maybe weren't getting a lot of playing time uh, before. And that was good to see Pitt's defense, um, I think, needed that after the Tennessee game, even though they played great in the second half against Tennessee. Uh, They were deflated, obviously, in overtime, giving up the touchdown. In this one, they went out there basically, almost pitched a proverbial shutout. You know, minus yeah. a couple hiccups, and uh, and really just proved again that they were just an elite defense in the nation, if you ask me. So now they can regroup and hopefully heal up. And man, I don't know. I would sit a lot of guys going against Rhode Island this week, Vince. I, I'm thinking, unlike Western Michigan, where I wanted everyone to play, maybe that was just last year, uh, somewhat wanting to get them back for that loss. But in this game, damn it, I don't care. Sit who needs to be sit and don't even dress them, Pat. Don't tease us with that anymore. Just let them sit in street clothes and let some guys play. I think Pitt should be able to
0: handle it, and if they can't, shame. I, I would I would think so uh particularly along that defensive line that you, that you just mentioned you know Habakuk, baldonado Devin Danielson Devin yeah, Alexandra like Danielson's a senior right he, he does not need to play in this game after getting hurt a couple Nate, weeks Nate Temple dayon Hayes a lot of these guys you know we you know are expected to miss you know some significant time uh not sure on baldonado's interest that got uh you know he got hurt during this game hopefully he you know, is healthy and you know ready for ACC play. I would not expect to see any of those guys this week. De- Deslin Alexandra, you know, he was dressed last week. Maybe he's ready to come back, but I, I, I don't see him getting any time uh, this week. And they'll, they'll be they'll be ready to go for Georgia Tech um, uh, when we when we start breaking down this Rhode Island game. Alan, we'll be talking about some of these young guys that may go in there uh in places some of these injured cats uh you know to finish it out Marquise Williams uh cornerback he he was hurt I, I could I could definitely see him skipping next game uh and then you know we talked about the offensive line a couple other guys Gabe Hoy still hasn't played and uh Owen Drexel hurt as well uh the center so uh just a, a long list uh, of players, and, and and I don't I don't think we're going to be seeing a whole lot of them uh, this week.
1: Yeah, well, ho- and hopefully they we do see them in a couple weeks. But yeah, this is not this is definitely a week of rest, but it's not a week to take lightly. Pitt needs to keep the uh, the the L column just to that one game uh, if they want to you know abide by Desmond Howard's f- final four, which still is intact. Yeah, uh, some you know so. Uh, l- l- last week, we were all ragging on him, but come on. The Pitt A&M matchup for the, in the playoff, Vince, is still very much ca- a possibility.
0: It is. It is, whether anybody likes it or not.
1: Also, before we wrap up, Western Michigan, I want to also acknowledge they had a lot of good Polish names on that team.
0: <laughs>
1: they had a lot of good – I think their kicker was Polish, D- Domski. Uh, so I'm going to say he's Polish. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, definitely around the area. And then, of course – In that game, I just want to also acknowledge there was some good fullback play, Vince.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. Daniel Carter, uh, at least on Pitt's side, I I noticed, uh, you know, had a touchdown and and, uh, another nice short yardage run. Uh, He might be somebody that we see a lot more this week.
1: Yeah, and when you have a Nate Yarnell or a scout team quarterback, the fullback is your friend. They always say the tight end is your friend, but fullbacks matter, too. Fullbacks are important, too. Pitt utilized them very well. I thought Signetti really did a, a a great job, not not trying to ask too much of Yarnell, not getting greedy, sticking to it, knowing the opponent. And again, they must have known how bad that Jack Salopec was. They knew, they knew, they recruited him. They knew how bad he was. Their offense was terrible compared to one year ago. I was almost, I was kind of shocked how bad western michigan's offense was
0: yeah and, and this is a team that put up 37 the week prior on ball state so i i don't know uh yeah i think those running backs that they have are pretty good alan uh and, and i think some of their receivers are different but are or decent uh, at least but like you said they, that uh, sambucci
1: uh, and the Crooms uh, were both yeah on the team last year's destroying Pitt. yeah with those slants and uh, yeah that, that jefferson Jeez, yeah. oh man what a big old running back they have oh and then the yeah that, that was the other polish name herbowski running back <laughs> yeah it's just uh the, the quarterback play was not there so no that was uh t- except, um, uh, except that one trick play yeah well but that yeah, wasn't Italian. even a quarterback thrown <laughs> <laughs> Pitt wins 34 13 over western michigan demons exercised i guess nate yarnell Shows what he has, and uh, maybe he gets to play this week against New Hampshire. I mean, Rhode Island.
0: I, I, I do think we will see him in this game. Uh, my, my thoughts on this, Alan. The way I would approach it is, I would get Slovis out there, uh, for a quarter or so. Uh, you know, make sure there's you know he's still okay, shaking any rust off. Uh, put up some put up some stats, and, and then get him out of there. And I would do that with a lot of the guys. I would do it with a lot
1: of guys, but maybe not Slovis. I don't know. Well, the thing is, he he came to pit to play in games. But yeah. this one, what is this going to do for his draft stock, for him personally, like as a as a football player?
0: Just for padding, his, padding your stats, getting your name stats. out there. I don't, uh. What's it going
1: to do for you if, you? if you're thinking, if you're Slovis, if I'm Slovis, my teammates don't really need me in this game. They're not telling <laughs> me to play in this game. Do I need to play in this game for myself? I don't think so. Do I need to play in it for my school? They don't need me. Look at Yarnell look great. He could sit back there like a statue in this game. And if they, t- if they sniff, if they smell him, they could get to finding out what kind of cologne or Texas beef Nate Yarnell ate the night before this Rhode Island D-line. Then O line's got issues should be sitting back there pretty picking him apart whenever he's asked to throw maybe 10 15 times which is all it'll be cuz the rest will be Vincent Davis I think and Daniel Carter running it down their throats
0: I I I do agree with you on that part uh I, I Israel Banacaneda he had a heavy workload oh uh, great this, much deserved week off for him I I I don't th- he's still going to play in this yeah, game he, yeah yeah no, I <laughs> well, maybe kick returns. I, I do think that he's going to start the game. I think he'll play the first quarter, uh, and then I would, you know, I would get him. I would get him out of there as well. Uh, you know, you have a, a few other very capable running backs uh, yeah, to 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 use. Uh, let those guys c- carry the load because you know, the following week it's it's ACC play, and and the game games, you know, they they matter just that much more.
1: And uh, real quick on the opponent, Vince. They they've put up some numbers, right? Rhode Island, the Rams. They've uh, they've, they've put up over thirty in all three of their games.
0: Uh, n- not last week. Uh, they they lost oh, last uh, week. They were a loss. Okay, twenty one. They lost Delaware. Yeah, they lost. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah forty two to twenty one. The Delaware. Uh, Delaware is a good program. Uh, so, so, and you know, a, a team that's beaten Navy this year. No shame in that. Uh, but, uh, and they have two, two other victories against Stony Brook and Bryant. Good to see uh, them kicking Bryant's ass. <laughs> uh, but so, uh, you know, this, this is a team, not, not a horrible, uh, FCS team, but, but this is not a, uh, North Dakota state or, or, you know, one of those clubs.
1: Yeah, and this is a a team that Pitt should should whoop up on. And, I mean, do we have to go over matchups in this one? I don't know how much we need to break it down. Uh, The scheme that that Pitt's going to be, do we even know what kind of offense they're going to be facing here defensively with all these backups who are going to get playing time, Vince?
0: I had a hard time finding some information on on this team, and I did not go back and watch the the tape of, of any of their three contests uh yet this year you
1: know the uh, the, e- the espn uh app is good and you could put like four on an on an apple tv at least four games at once you know yes yeah so i think i might put two or three of their games in those little boxes tonight while i'm eating a late supper maybe yeah. break down their tape a little because we are recording a little earlier in the week than usual would have yeah, had time that, but that, that's a good idea look. yeah their quarterback doesn't look too deadly he's 47 for 89 on the year it's not that doesn't that's not that great. Six <laughs> no. touchdowns, two picks. It's uh kasim Hill. Kasim uh, Hill.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh we'll, we'll we'll see here. I I'm not expecting much resistance. Uh expecting a lot of reserves particularly in the second half. A lot of guys are going to be playing this game. You may not see a whole lot the rest of the year. Uh I think Allen, you know, if, if you're especially with all the injuries on the defensive line, I think this could be a big elliott Donald game. This could be yeah. a big, big Nakai Johnson game. A big, maybe a, a Dorian Ford, Sean Fitzsimmons game. A Dorian Ford game. I, I'm interested uh, to see the, those young, those young studs that that Charlie Partridge has, has been hoarding to to see them unleashed finally uh, in a in. Some some more lengthy action uh, last week. Uh, 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 Elliot Donald, uh, Nakai Johnson, they each got in for for three snaps uh, uh, in the fourth quarter. So not a ton of work, uh, but I expect them to get their their most extensive action this week. This is the week
1: all you pit recruiting degenerates have been waiting for. The yeah, week that's right. The week where you know even though they have an L on, uh, on the schedule. Going into this one, they're still able to sit some players and get all your favorites that they've recently recruited out on the field a little bit. Even the guys who are red shirt yeah. will redshirt, have, yeah, have a chance to be out there, get some playing time, get some experience, and hopefully it doesn't pit, cost pit in this game's close or anything. <laughs> and hopefully, <laughs> I mean, uh, and, and hopefully, has- <laughs> hopefully, there's no more no. Really good players playing past the first quarter, like you said.
0: Vince. Yeah, I that mean that be, has happened. A- that has happened before, uh, where they've you know they've played some of these games a little too close to the vest. Uh, but um, I will say, with the, you know the way this defense has been playing, with the way uh, Keaton Slovis has looked, uh, you know, with with this offense uh, slinging it around, I I'm hoping that we uh, see see some points put up in a hurry in this game, and and then they're able to sit the rest of it. Pitt versus Rhode Island. Got to say
1: that again. Pitt versus Rhode Island. Just to remind myself, not New Hampshire. Pitt and Rhode Island. Big noon kickoff on the ACC network in front of a national audience at a creature stadium. Cannot wait. Another opportunity, Vince, for the Panthers to go out there and Get a big win before ACC play begins next week.
0: Yeah, it's, it's an opportunity to get better, uh, to go out there and, and uh, you know really, really sh- show the country that you know this team is is still pretty good. Uh, I feel like not a lot of people are talking about them after that after that Tennessee loss. Well, I got
1: uh, news for you: yeah. people aren't going to be talking about Pitt for a while. Yeah, <laughs> even that's if right. they win, even if they win all the games on their schedule up until maybe. My, until the miami game i don't see Pitt getting much no, national I, coverage. I
0: disagree with you there
1: i th- i unless, think unless unless they have someone breaking out with crazy stats at all of a sudden which i don't see happening unless it's defensively uh, uh, Pitt's going to be flying under the radar radar the rest of the season now that they have that loss on the on the record i, I well i
0: don't uh, to, be some, to some They'll degree be, to some yeah. degree i i will say this alan uh you know, if you're looking at at, at future schedules and, and you know, the, the focus right now is Rhode Island. You know, we course. have to get p- by this game. Uh, and then we're going to have, you know, we got Georgia Tech. We got Virginia Tech to open the ACC schedule. Both those games at home. Both of those are winnable games. Uh, then at, they're going to be playing at Louisville, which is a... Uh, Louisville team that's lost a couple games that they easily could have won uh so still a dangerous team underachieving after that Alan the close out the month of October at North Carolina uh, always uh, the most stressful game of the season this is a North Carolina team that has been you know putting up a ton of points this year and they host Notre Dame this week Alan uh if they get by the Irish uh People are going to start talking about them in pretty yep. high regard. That's focus, uh shaping up to be a big game, and then opening the month of November, Allen Syracuse team. that game a, a, last a, week. This team, I'm yeah. I'm excited for
1: that one now in early yeah. November.
0: Yeah, a Syracuse team that has been, you know, really you know, not backing down from anyone, uh, and you know, putting up some big wins. So uh, that is a game that I think. Uh, I mean, I know we're really looking for uh, looking ahead here, but that is a game that's going to be uh, not maybe not as easy as everyone thought. But we'll, no, nope, we'll, we'll see. Nope, we got to get by this Rogue not. Island game first. I'm looking at that one like a rivalry game coming
1: down the down the line. But yeah, Pitt, get ready to fly under the radar. You're, you can hear Pat Narduzzi say the disrespect. We're only ranked. We were ranked 24th going into the fourth week, and we've been ranked only as high. I don't see them getting any higher than 20 until they get a huge quality win, right? for a while uh we'll see we'll see, <laughs> we'll, we'll Depends see how on that, who wins and who loses that of course will always be the case uh man that syracuse team now yeah, they uh they got a murderer's row too on their schedule i Guess think they, they play do. like all their toughest opponents in a row so that might help pit but there you go rhode island this week and then yes we go into acc play the most fun part of the schedule um, because we thought it would be easier, but it never is. Things are going to be changing. Moving injuries are happening. How will Pat and Arduzies team adjust? I, I'm anticipating the same way they always do, playing the same exact type of football, never getting too aggressive on offense, but always being too aggressive on defense, baby. <laughs> All right, so we'll get the prediction for the Rhode Island pick game score-wise a little bit later, Vince, but let's run down our rundown a little bit and move on from that Rhode Island game, and just go back up, up into the into the sky, into the into the net, into the information superhighway, whatever you want to call it. It's where people could say whatever's on their mind, think whatever they want to think, no matter how crazy or detrimental it is to society. And pit football,
0: it's the Pitternet. Can you explain what internet is? I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets. And to all those faceless keyboard warriors on Twitter. But we're a good dog football team. I'm proud of these guys. DSP,
1: 1976 on Panther Lair. Through three games, not one holding call against a pit opponent. With this D line, they have not been held once. Of course, we have all seen several holds, but to not have a single one called, that is hard to believe.
0: Yeah. I, I've yeah, I've seen this before uh, in that um, 2009 Pitt Cincinnati game, Alan. Uh, Pitt, who led the league, uh, led the whole country in sacks with Greg Romanus, Jabal Sheard, not one holding call. Teams just
1: prepare really well against Pitt to play clean football.
0: I I, I suppose I suppose so. Uh, Super Bowl 45, uh, you know, the Steelers, you know they. It led the league in sacks. Lamar Woodley, James Harrison, and Packers weren't called for one holding call the entire game. I believe Uh, that that's going to happen. You just got to overcome it. That's all I could say. Yeah, it's it's
1: it's like uh, fouls in the NBA, but maybe even but way harder to draw. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's I've seen calls. uh, You know, in these in these three games, I will say this so far that are. I don't know if it's too much emotional investment. I got to re- rear back on that. It's hard. But, man, they just piss me off. And they look yeah. they look just egregious misses and, and picking up flags, especially. and mm-hmm. uh, Just hard, hard to take in. But, yeah, bringing that up, that's hard to believe. But what are you going to do? Hey, as long as they get them in ACC play, that's where it'll matter. Where they have ACC referees, maybe it has something to do with that. They've had a referee from a different conference Right? Every yeah. uh every week so far. Yep, good call out there though. I appreciate that from DSP nineteen seventy six. Keep an eye on those uh, penalty calls. We need fans like you. A uh, Panther in Kentucky on Panther lair. I know HCPN that's head coach Pat Narduzzi, remember that if you're not on the pit internet. I know HCPN won't want to run it up on his alma mater, but I hope he beats them fifty two to nothing. He needs some style points for pollsters.
0: This yeah. is not 1963. You don't have to do that. I don't know, Alan. Uh, Pitt won against Western Michigan with a third-string quarterback by 21 points, and they dropped in the polls. So, I, not that this matters a whole lot. Uh, you know, this is all going to be sorted out anyway. You know, the fact exactly that- because.
1: Well, first of all, it doesn't matter. what it, you just brought up they won another third-string quarterback against Western Michigan. Pollsters didn't watch that game or pay attention to it. All they saw was that Pitt only won by three touchdowns against Western Michigan. Not I a,
0: guess I I don't know. Uh the, the one th- the fact that Pitt started the season ranked uh, is you know very critical. Uh, you know for perception. Uh, you know and you know any if they were to, to run the table the rest of the way, I, that, that's a very important thing to have, as we've seen. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like they are, you know, way, way, way down the list. But uh, it, it just is a little uh, a little annoying, I, I guess, is, is what I'll say. But, you know, you go out and you, you win some games, maybe even win games by 52. And, and that'll that'll all change.
1: Oh, man, I I don't know if I'm going to predict that score later on, but I'd love to see it. Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. Pitt just needs to win, and it's it's a winner or in you're in type of sport now. You don't need style points anymore. You just need to win. Alabama almost lost to Texas. It's already forgotten about. You they forgive and forget. They these dropped days. in
0: the polls as well.
1: Alan, Georgia is now ranked number one. They do they do that for ratings purposes. They, that is part that's, of it. That's, that is come part on. of it. Yeah. Fickle. Fickle. Okay. That's it. That's all we got from the pitternet this week. Yeah, no one's going to start Yarnell uh, like all year?
0: I did see one person yes. say that. <laughs> and uh, I, I it was, uh, I figured we don't need to bring up such nonsense. But <laughs> I mean,
1: it's the pitternet. That's what it's for. That, it, what, it, what was it was. I, I, I want to know it. I, I, I I would love to talk to that person at least. I I was just thinking that. I I don't I think, think it was
0: serious. Him. I I don't think it was sincere.
1: He only threw in three incomplete passes. He took one sack though. He still took a sack like Slovis has been taking. So I I don't see I don't see where he's better than Slovis yet. To anyone who who was thinking that. He <laughs> is from Lake Travis, Texas though. He's from a good program in a in a state where they grow good quarterbacks. I will give him yep. that. Yeah. But um maybe we'll say it after this week when he wins 52 nothing that's the pitter net and what they're saying up and out there but what about dan and in here in town vince around pittsburgh Pitt coming back with the revenge w from kalamazoo i don't know if people were waiting at the airport or the bus station for them to return to greet him and congratulate him but they got to be pretty happy or is it generally a a,
0: a rough move around? Right? I, I think Honestly. people were overall happy that they won, but but still a lot of just a lot of discussion on game plans. I mean that that's just been a hot button topic all over town, regardless of what team you're talking about.
1: It's it's never it's never going to be really too happy around Pittsburgh in September when it comes yeah. to football. So yeah. I guess that's what we can expect when. We take a listen into what they're saying around town.
0: Another Saturday coming, and the Panthers are playing. Time to find out what the Yankees are
1: saying. Dude, Signetti was horrible in that game. Has been all year.
0: It, yeah, you know, they, they should bring back Matt Canada, you know, run some jet sweeps in that. That ain't going to work, Jagoff. That
1: ain't even working with Pickett.
0: Hill to Pit. What the are saying. So that's what the Insiders are saying. Uh, you know, I'm sure you know, this week, uh, if they don't put up 52 points, there's going to be a lot of uh, complaining about you know what the offensive game plan should be. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I, I think they handled it in a kind of appropriately, I, I will say, maybe a little too close for, for my liking, but I'll say it was handled appropriately given the personnel. Uh, but, but Alan, uh, Before, real <laughs> quick, I will say, I, I, I had it in
1: my head. The Yinzer in my head was going off at the beginning of the game. Oh, throw the lamb ball down the field. Come on, take the handcuffs off him. announcers were saying it on TV too. But in the end, Signetti can give everyone the big wag of the finger. And I told you so, and I know what I'm doing. So credit to him. Maybe the he, he he earned the W more than anybody. Maybe even more than Eric Hallett in the defense. Great yeah. game for Signetti. Want to acknowledge that too.
0: Yeah, it, it yeah. I thought he, you know, I I like I said, I would have thrown it more, but I think uh, it worked the out way for was you. Handled, I'll give it to
1: you. I'll give it to you. Signetti, it, it worked out.
0: Yeah, it worked out, uh, Alan, But there are some. There's a couple big games going around the country. Kind of a a light week. Overall, but uh, a couple big ones, particularly one in the ACC.
1: Oh, college football. Don't you dare be telling me it's an off week or there aren't big games. There are big games, big upsets every weekend, even in a world where maybe not every game means that much like it used to. They're all still pretty big. And yes, Sam Hartman. It's looking good as ever. He's taking on Clemson. Excited for that ACC battle at Wake Forest. Number five versus number 21, Vince. The the champs, uh, the reigning champs in the minds of everyone. Clemson, the forever champs of the ACC versus the team that just won't go away. That's trying to become champs in Wake Forest. Deacons, Tigers, let's get it. Hopefully, uh, they, they play this one cleanly and everyone gets along. Last week, Dabo Sweeney looked like a psychopath and the ultimate warrior running down that hill in Clemson, and he looks like he wants to kill somebody this year.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm i very surprised that this game is only seven, Allen. Uh, you know, Wake Forest, you know, I, I thought they were going to be, you know uh, with Sam Hartman, we're going to put up a lot of points against Liberty last week. It did not. Uh, and yeah, I understand Clemson is not, you know, blowing people out of the water with, you know, and, and DJ is still a little, a little suspect, a quarterback, but, uh, th- this defense is just so good for Clemson. Uh, I, I have a feeling that their, their D line is going to just bust up that slow mesh kind of the way Pitt did in the ACC championship game last year. And I, and I think Clemson's going to win this game.
1: I mean, you just need—that's all you need to do—is have a really good D line to, to beat up on Wake Forest, and that's exactly what Clemson has. So I definitely see it happening. Breezy going to yeah. make it easy. Uh, will Shipley can run all over this team. I mm-hmm. think Clemson is going to uh, dominate. Although seeing Wake Forest last week was impressive, what they did, Vince, I—I I, I will say that they um, being them being uh, three and O handling. Van, the likes of Vanderbilt and Liberty, wow,
0: <laughs> they're not a bad team yeah, by any stretch. But I, I think uh, this Clemson defense is just too much.
1: So, do you think the winner of this is the winner of the Atlantic?
0: I still think Clemson's going to win the Atlantic, but I don't, I don't think Wake Forest will. Will I think they're going? Well, they're probably going to have to win this game in yeah. order to have a, have a chance to make it. There. Of course, I, bet, yeah, I mean NC State, even Syracuse for crying out loud, are, and uh, and Did you know Florida State seems. Put Florida to State's going.
1: name in your mouth,
0: damn it! Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, the, the ACC Atlantic is maybe one of the toughest divisions, almost as tough as the Coastal. I think yeah. it's
1: it's the second most exciting uh, half of a conference that I've I know in, in the entire country. Um, Clemson going into this game too uh before we move on and I and I give a a score here um last week against Louisiana Tech they pulled it out and ended up winning by what like four touchdowns three
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah uh it was closer than that score indicated I watched a lot of that game uh Louisiana Tech gave him a a good a good test they 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 brought they brought their uh game up against Clemson um but Clemson, I think, is that damn good where they can maybe get a team's best shot and and win handily. So I even think if Wake Forest plays great in this game, uh, this is the game where we find out last year's Clemson Tigers might have been a fluke with how how down they were. So that's what I'm expecting. I'm probably going to say here. Let's go with a. Oh, I'll say Clemson wins. Forty six to
0: (laughs) twenty five. I could see it. I could see it. Uh, the number twenty Florida Gators getting eleven up on Rocky Top against the number eleventh ranked Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, yeah. certainly we're familiar with this with this game. Uh, Florida's been a bugaboo for for Tennessee for quite some time here, but uh, I just Florida is. I think they're just a shell uh, of. Yeah, I, th- I think they've been. They got very lucky to beat Utah uh they got they got beat up by Kentucky uh they struggled last week with South Florida uh now they're going on the road here to a Tennessee teams that that is probably going to be dropping some bombs on on this I just don't think Florida has depth in, in this game uh I'm, I'm going with the Vols here and I would lay the points
1: uh, my game of the week besides Pitt New Hampshire if you ask me this is going to be really fun man when was the last time Tennessee played Florida, and they were ranked higher than them, too. I, I don't yeah, feel it's like probably
0: been a while. I...
1: That's been, yeah, that has happened. And, you know, after beating Pitt and OT, they went out and they put up 63 last week against Akron. The speed with which their offenses run, um, I don't think Billy Napier is going to have Florida's defense ready for that. This is going to be at home. This is going to be the biggest and baddest te- uh, volunteer crowd they've had there in years. Yeah, it's right. huge. Cuz yep. when they win this game, oh man, they're going to start saying big things for the Volunteers. That's how the SEC works. You win a game like that and they they start looking ahead a couple of weeks to Alabama, even though they will have Brian Kelly and LSU in between that. Um the good thing about after this game for Tennessee, they have a week off. So yep. They really can just go all out in this game. I expect them and their fans to do it. Going to be cool to see it on TV even. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking Tennessee. I'm going to go Tennessee wins 40 to
0: 31. Wow. Okay. Uh, maybe a little closer than I would think, but uh, yeah, it, 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 I, I, I wouldn't discredit it. Uh, also in the SEC, Allen, in the SEC West, Southwest classic here, Jerry's World, number 10, Arkansas, getting two and a half uh, against the Texas A&M Aggies. Uh, This this is going to be a wild game. I'll tell you that right now. And that's just how uh, Arkansas likes it. And I think think Arkansas, I'm not quite sure if they're going to win this game, but I I do like them uh, plus the two and a half. Uh, This is a Sam Pittman type game here. Man, I don't know what I don't
1: know what to expect on the field from this game because A and M is kind of unpredictable. I feel like they could they they're capable of destroying Arkansas, but they're also capable of get capable of getting destroyed by Arkansas. So I'm I'm swaying back and forth. I don't know where I'm at on this. I might have to see what you're doing first. Last week, I will say A and M. Uh, they they bounced back at least after the embarrassment. Um. But I don't want them to win. Let me just put that on the record. I really don't want them to win. And I don't care <laughs> and I don't care who they play at quarterback. I think they're capable of winning, uh, whether it's Haynes King or Brad Johnson's son. Uh, but, man, I don't want them to win. And I'm very upset that they beat Miami. It was the one time of the year I got to root for the U. I don't know about you. Were you rooting for the U last week? Oh, of course. That's our conference. And uh, that was tough to watch. Yeah.
0: But uh, it was,
1: you know, so kind of a close I, game. If, if you look um, at the statistics and ugly. yardage
0: and all that stuff, Miami destroyed yeah. them. It just, uh, it just didn't work out.
1: I just don't know how Texas A&M is supposed to run this table the way that some people say they are. Desmond Howard scoring under 20 points every game against That's non-FCS gonna schools. Yeah, not going to work. So I, I don't know. I think they're do they are they that team that can make you play down to their level make you play that grinded out game and pull it out or are are they even capable of getting in a shootout and a crazy ass slug fest like arkansas likes to play <laughs> i i'm arkansas. going with the hogs just because yeah. i'm bi- betting with my heart here so i'll go with the hogs
0: yeah i I, i'm interested to see uh i'm I'm very excited to watch this game i'll I'll be all over this one i'm really mad this is later in the
1: day i wish this was the the 330 game on (laughs) cbs instead of florida and tennessee which is a big game but this game's gonna be fun yeah arkansas i'm gonna go 24
0: to 19 okay okay uh rhode island rams uh, not New Hampshire, Rhode Island Rams traveling number 24th ranked Panthers, Hines Field, noon, ACC Network kickoff, uh, big noon kickoff, Alan. No, no line released on this game yet. That'll be coming later in the week uh, when those smaller uh, FCS uh, school lines come out. Uh, it, it, to, to me, Alan, I, I, I said this already. Uh, I'll restate it again. You know, put, put your top guys out there that are healthy. Your top guys that are healthy out there have have them put up some numbers and, and then you know get out of here and let your let your reserves take over uh, and, and I think that's what's going to happen. I, I look for for a big game from Slovis. I think there's going to be some receivers running wide open. Uh, I'm excited to see those guys make make some big plays. Uh, get Izzy out in space a little bit uh, and you know then have Vincent Davis you know really take over this game to, to close it out. Uh, I'm going to go with the Panthers to win this game big. Uh, I'll say uh, 41 to 7.
1: Well, that's not a cover, if you ask me, because our line <laughs> on
0: this show is 52.
1: Okay. So that's, okay, so I'm setting it at 52 because the Pitternet says. And there are three things I want to see in this game. First thing I want to see is uh, Yarnell starting, and I want to see him coming out throwing 12 times in a row. Equal his his output yeah. from last, last week. Well, they might. I want to see this be a Bub Means confidence game. I want to see Bub Means getting really involved early, get him get him the ball, let him get some confidence in his hands, and mm-hmm. getting open. I think that's a player who needs that ki- kind of game. And then third, I want to see all the recruits on defense. I'm excited yep. to see the guys not getting playing time. And Pitt wins, I'm going to go 51 to nothing just to be a jet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. i I would love to see a shutout that would be beautiful yeah see a big goose egg for the pit panthers and the new rhode island rams this saturday and there you go big time college football weekend vince we broke it all down i'm excited to get through this so we got acc talk for next week
0: but until then you got anything left to tell Uh, people last game before acc play this is a big one getting geared up for the conference everybody got to get down to the stadium Heinz field a big noon kickoff at 12 o'clock ACC network if you're out of the area uh make sure you tune in for it I can't wait to see everybody down there it's going to be a hell of a game can't wait to see the Panthers put on a show and hail to pit everybody there you
1: have it at h2p show on twitter if you want to hit us up on social media, and of course, hail to pittpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to email the show, thanks to Pretty Easy Podcast for putting this thing together for us this week. Rhode Island, Rhode, Island, Rhode New Hampshire. I'm Damn it, it's New Hampshire to me. Pitt's going to beat them, whoever they put on the field at a creature stadium this weekend. And we'll be back next week to talk about those yellow jackets in oh, the blood feud pat Marduzzi's <laughs> number one rival across the that field cannot wait for it but until next week everybody please kiss your mom kiss your dad kiss all your relatives and make sure they all hail a pitt